Welcome to the Getting My Act Together podcast for Tuesday, January 11, 2021. I hope you are enjoying the dulcet tone of my voice, whatever that means. But admittedly, I'm being a little soft-spoken because for the first time ever, I'm recording this podcast in my bedroom and less than 12 feet away, my daughter is asleep in another room. So I'm very conscious of uh, having this be a steady murmur. As you know, lots of you who listen to this apparently do very well falling asleep to the sound of my voice. So maybe this is the perfect ASMR for you as well. But I'm trying to have it be a steady drumbeat of noise from my voice box that will not cause too many highs or lows and cause that little girl who is asleep next door in room one, as we call it in our house, to wake up and lose. She's not going to lose her shit. She has been outstanding lately. She and I are... We've spent a lot of time together because my wife has been in the week, has been now in the basement for eight days or something like that, trying to keep the virus from surfacing. So... Where are we? Where where do things stand? First of all, today is Tuesday, January 11th when you hear this. And the good news is Limerick Comedy is coming back tonight. Fuck the world. You know why? Because I'm vaccinated. I'm boosted. I've had the goddamn coronavirus. And that applies to everybody that I know. Not everybody. <laughs> but a lot of the people that I know. So uh, Limerick was going to be open anyway. And we're going to have a comedy show there this evening. And it's got some of my favorites. Nick Murphy's going to be there. Allie Edge is going to be there. Ian Aber is going to be there. B. Tuck, Brian Tucker is going to be there. Ngozi is making his return to the Limerick stage. And I'm forgetting one or two other people. Allie. Oh, Crystal Pierce. Crystal Pierce, who is undefeated at Limerick. Uh, So that is going to be happening tonight. Limerick's back. You can make fun of me for canceling it for a few weeks. You can come out and support. You can do whatever you want. But Limerick is back at least for tonight, and I'm really glad about that. I have been... So so that's order of business number one. Order of business number two is I'm recording this late Monday night. And believe it or not, I'm watching the fourth quarter of the national the CFP National Championship presented by AT&T, featuring the University of Alabama against the University of Georgia. I just need to know who wins this game so I can know if I live in a world in which Georgia uh, is the national champion in football and the Atlanta Braves also, if the prophecy comes true. And as I, as I sit here, Georgia is winning 13-12 in the fourth quarter. So, here's the update. My wife has been in the basement now for eight days. Eight or nine days. She has been isolated. I don't know whose protocol she's following, but uh, that has been sufficient for her to stay down there. She, uh, She is feeling well, I guess, getting better but is still not right, and apparently feels like she would put the girl at risk. So, I would, come to think of it, I was down there for a long time too. So, um, so, what does that mean? It means the girl and I have had a lot of time 
to be together, and it's been phenomenal. We are in a good routine. I am delirious because every day I'm waking up between 6.30 and 7.45. And I wake up every morning to a little person standing next to my bed or crawling into the bed to say, I want to come to the cuddle station, which would be creepy if it weren't my kid or, you know, something an adult said to another adult, I want to come to cuddle station. But it's very cute when my daughter uh, refers to getting in bed and snuggling as the cuddle station. Also, it, like it would not be cute if an adult were to, you know, talk about their poops and what they look like. But to me, it's cute when my daughter says that her uh, poop looks like a robot. Or tonight, her poop looked like an ornament. And then we got her pajamas back on, and she was ready to go back to bed. And she said, I have to go potty again. And she said, I, she took a little tiny poop, and she said, I made a little Santa hat. So that was, like I said, it's cute to me when she does that. It would be pretty creepy if uh, adults were doing that to each other. But the change has been, and right as I said that, uh, the University of Alabama... Which, you can get degrees there. It's more than just a football program. You can get, it's like tripping out when you remember Auburn is actually a school. It's not just a football program. Alabama is a degree-granting institution. Anyway, they just scored a touchdown to go up 18-13 to 13 with 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Uh, this is never going to be a play-by-play podcast. But um, So the girl and I, that, that's been the primary change, is I get up uh, at least an hour and a half, maybe two hours earlier than I do on a normal uh, normal week, but um, never. This guy's going to be stopped. Okay. I can't. I can't watch this game. I don't, I don't quite honestly care enough about it. I should just check in when it's over. I should, I should fucking focus. Like, if, if it's like looking on the internet. That's why I don't want to do this to you. My, what I'm looking forward to is my wife getting out of the basement, rejoining the family, the squad uniting, and me also being able to go back into the basement, rep- record podcasts in a normal um, cadence with a normal energy and volume. Not like this catch-as-catch-can on a Monday night with a football game on in the background that I could give a flying fuck about. Or like the podcast the other day when I was in the car and then I went to the gas station and lost my marbles about, uh, I, I don't know what, about some defense contractor's great year. And by the way, apparently uh, a listener listened all the way through, so thank you for doing that, and then sent me a message that said something about how I closed the podcast was uh, designed to send everybody into a doom spiral for the weekend, which it's like, hey, toughen up. Okay, <laughs> you can read. Really, though, I was like, uh, I'm sorry you took that away from it, but I'm really glad that you listened all the way to the end. So I must have had you halfway engaged to that point. So the girl and I have been getting up at 6.30, 7.30, and having a grand old time. I did shows over the weekend and uh, at the Laughing Skull and was exhausted for those because I'd been up for a long time but the girl and I yeah it's been like eight or nine days where I'm single parent and you know what I I always thought I and I tell people when 
becoming a parent, what, what like primary takeaways are from being a parent, at least in the sh- in the immediate term, like when the baby was born, the first few months. And I said this. I said that I I would not want to do it. I would not want to have a kid under these terms, where you and which means I'm very empathetic to people who do have kids under these situations or these circumstances. Uh, I cannot. I could not imagine doing it with someone you don't get along with. That would seem very very hard because it's stressful and challenging enough that if you're constantly bickering with the person that you're making the baby with, that's all, I, I can only imagine the stress that goes into that. And I greatly empathize for people who are co-parenting. So I can't imagine doing it with someone you don't like. I cannot imagine doing it on your own, which just seems insane. And I can't imagine having twins, just the, at least in the, even at a three-year-old's age, but especially in the early going, I just couldn't couldn't imagine. Now, today, I could be a single parent. I could do it. I know it. Well, like everyone else who's a single parent, you find out you can do it. I don't want to do it, but I, I found out I could do it when I had to do it, right? My wife's been on the the COVID shelf and probably milking a little bit, like, you know, I'm going to enjoy the basement and uh, stretch out and have a little me time down here. Not me. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, in, I'm in a routine that is probably going to change when my wife comes up and we'll start taking the girl to school. Uh, but as I mentioned last week or last podcast, the girl was back in school. And what happened was... She went back to school Wednesday, Thursday, and then on Friday, when you last heard from me, the school called to say she had a, quote, loose poop, <laughs> which you might, uh, it's, that's why they call a loose poop. That could be diarrhea. It could just be not a uh, nice little friendship rock, as my wife calls them. Um, and then they, the fact that she had a loose poop suggesting some sort of digestive thing prompted the school on Friday to take her temperature, and it came 99 and a half or something like that, which, based on my experience, my daughter's temperature kind of ping-pongs around, and caused the school to say, you know what, she is actually, um, she probably shouldn't be back here, and we're going to kind of isolate her now because she could have COVID which is the school kind of overreacting out of like an abundance of caution. And I get, um, I I get it, but they're sort of like panicking and saying, wait a minute. So your daughter, essentially the dot, my daughter was symptom free and tested negative. This is, I promise I'm going to get back in the fucking basement and have an interesting podcast. I promise I will. I'm, I'm trying. I'm dying to do that. The Alabama players tackling the Georgia wide receiver before he even has the ball near him. The girl passed their, their protocols, right? She's symptom, asymptomatic. And she had a negative test. So they said, yeah, bring her back on Wednesday. So we took her back last Wednesday. And she went Wednesday, Thursday. And then on Friday, they said, what's the deal with this loose stool and this 99-degree 
temperature, you know what, uh, even though your daughter has passed the five or seven, whatever days that she was exposed to your wife, we're also going to adopt this new seven-day policy that we're going to apply retroactively to you and your daughter. And I was like, this is how I, this is a, this is right up my alley of the challenge of how much do you want to be that guy? Like one of my, it's not my first reaction, but my, my first thought is this is kind of BS and we need the girl to be in school with you all. And she's healthy. So that's my first reaction. And the second reaction is I don't want to be that guy that that I perceive the other parents to be like, this is not fair and this is not right. And my friend's a doctor and they said, and where are your protocols and all this bullshit, right? So it's a, like I said, she goes to this type A yet feel-goodery place where these super successful doctors and managing directors of law firms are always up the administrator's ass, and which is great, to be honest with you, because then my wife and I kind of just waltz in, you know, in the wake of that, and uh, I think Georgia just scored a touchdown. They did. On a million-yard pass from the quarterback, and hold everything. There's a flag on the play. Offsides, defense, against Alabama, touchdown Georgia, they are winning the national championship. So it's great that we have these type A maniacs, but it also is, uh, it's great because we just piggyback on their being dicks. And we're just like, oh yeah, sorry about that, but we'll take all the advantage and upside of the um, outcomes that they affect. But I don't want to be one of those people, as you know. When you're like, well, you are. Well, I'm not, so fuck you. So what I did is on Friday, I picked her up at 4.30. I got home. I took her temperature. It was 97 or 98. It was normal. And I called the school, left a voicemail for the woman and said, thank you. Thank you so much for your caution and your concern. I just want to let you know that this is where uh, we landed on the fever when we got home. Just FYI, have a great weekend. And as the weekend went on and my daughter was asymptomatic and I knew she didn't have it and I knew and really what it was is some people were so nice when I had COVID that they sent us like a a like a catering package that we finally used. So it's like... It's called instead of flowers or something, which makes it seem like you're, you know, like I died. And they're like, here, have some crab cakes instead of flowers. But what it is, it was a gift that someone gave us, some neighbors gave us. Not neighbor who listens to the podcast, by the way. They they didn't do anything. Um, but these other neighbor gave us this the catered meal that we had this week. And it had a bunch of fatty buttery shit that we gave to the girl and she loved it like oh my gosh these are these fish sticks are outstanding and so are the crab cakes and then she's going to have a loose stool so we knew that sort of was what caused my daughter's stomach ailment is he going to talk about his daughter's fucking stool and school school and stool forever no probably just through this podcast and then next time i said next time 
my wife will be out of the goddamn basement, and I will be sitting down there having a robust chat with you about perhaps more meaningful things to you than my daughter's school and stool. But as the weekend ensued, and by the way, my daughter and I went for a two-hour walk and bike ride on Sunday that was just epic, and she slept for an hour and a half. You know, I think... I think when she sleeps, it makes me feel better, even if I'm not napping, to know she's resting and that the world is going to be, that everything's okay. It's such a great feeling when your kid takes a nap. And when she does it on your watch, it's like, you're welcome. I made that happen. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm a pretty good parent. But when I closed with the school on Friday, they said, she cannot come back to school on Monday and Tuesday. Really, she shouldn't come back Wednesday, but she can come back Thursday. And at the at the time, I was like, oh, okay, thanks, whatever. And then I came home and I was talking to my wife like, this is horseshit. And we are also being penalized because we were honest with them and said you had COVID a million you know days ago. But now they're panicking, thinking that it's going to be, you know, they're changing retroactively their criteria for readmitting your kid into the class. And my wife's like, no, we did the right thing. I'm like, yeah, I know. And we're fucking suckers for it. So over the weekend, as the apparentness of my daughter not being really sick came more and more into light, I started to get frustrated thinking about her and our fucking Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday being collapsed that she wouldn't be in school. So before I even had a chance to lose, and I wouldn't lose my shit, I would just call and delicately explain to the school, my understanding of what happened, like I just did to you. The school called me this morning and said, she said, well, hey, we talked with uh, we talked with the nurse and we thought about it or whatever. And if she can test negative this morning, she can come in and everything's fine. Which is pretty badass that they they demonstrated some flexibility and, and thoughtfulness and considered all the variables, I suppose, and, and and their view on it. So we went from, girl came in this morning at 7.08, and her idea of snuggling and, like, I'm going to come in and go back to sleep with you uh, is, like, I'm going to pull at your Adam's apple and I'm going to stick my fingers into your eyes or I'm going to take my feet and put them into the back of your head. It's not conducive to like re-napping or falling back falling back asleep but I went from this morning thinking okay I'm going to be at least uncertain about will I have will the girl be able to go to school I doubt it because why because they said that she couldn't and I hadn't even engaged with them to all of a sudden okay I don't have to cancel any of the meetings or calls that I have today because the school says if she tests negative bring her on in and so my wife swabbed her up, and she tested negative, and she went to school, and it was great. And then tonight she ate too many, um, they made some like peanut butter balls or something, so she had too much sugar late in the day, and it messed with her stomach, and then she had a poop that looked like an ornament, and then a poop that looked like a little Santa hat. And she normally goes to bed right around 7, uh, she fell asleep shortly before 10 p.m. And 
part of the reason I didn't get to the podcast, etc. So, 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 so that's the situation. The girl is back in school, and even though I am going to have to get up tomorrow between seven and eight thirty, and, and if you like work, you're like, dude, don't be such a fucking baby. Well, yeah, I, I get it. I won't. Um, but I'm going to have to get up <laughs> earlier than I'd like. And then Limerick will go late and I'll get up the next morning, but I'll be excited because Limerick will be back. And you know what else is back? For those of you listening to the podcast, uh, my favorite listener, easily my favorite listener because he's the only fucking person that leaves reviews. Even when he exhorts other people to leave reviews and I gently suggest a great way to help the podcast would be to leave a goddamn review of it and you're like oh hey yeah that's cool i'm 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 not gonna this person does and i told you i was worried that he had covid because he hadn't left a review in like almost three weeks or close to yeah three weeks time well guess what he didn't have covid or at least he says he alleges because there is a new review of the podcast from 15 underscore versus underscore 15. And it is a five-star review, which is done uh, is correct on uh, Apple Podcasts. And it says, guess who's back? And you know who's back? It says, did you miss me? <laughs> I didn't. This is, I'm just reading verbatim. Did you miss me? I didn't miss y'all because I was listening the entire time. Parentheses. Commitment, folks. I didn't have COVID, which I had speculated, as you know. Uh, I just took a break from writing reviews. Fifteen, you know it would be great? Elaborate on that. I, 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 maybe it was just a holiday break or, you know, you took two weeks off at the end of the year, whatever it was. But I'd like to gain further insight into why you decided to take a break. I support it 100%. I hope it's not permanent and I hope it never happens again. But what was it that compelled you at this time? Like, you're just like, I cannot carry this fucking podcast forever. Uh, or it's just the end of the year. I'm going to take a couple weeks off, go dark. Maybe what do they say in, in business? I'm going to unplug. Is that what it was? I'd love to know, 15, why you decided to uh, take a break from reviews. I'm glad you did for your, for your sanity and, and your well-being. So 15 says, I didn't have COVID. I just took a break from writing reviews. And this next sentence means a lot to me. And you should let it make you feel bad about yourself, listeners. 15 says, it saddens me that none of you other listeners picked up the torch and left a few reviews. You know what, 15? It fucking saddens me too. And you know what, for me, Sadness is just the other side of the coin of rage. <laughs> I don't feel rage for the listeners. I am, I like I said, I kind of respect the fact that I gently, at least once every other podcast, encourage people to leave reviews, and no one does. I kind of respect that, but I also do kind of feel rage about it too. So 15 says, It saddens me that none of you other listeners picked up the torch and left a few reviews. I'm just kidding. Who am I to tell folks what to do? Clearly, somebody like me. We don't want to be assholes and tell people what to do. We're not fucking Texas. We're not the United States government. 
wanting to tell people what to do with their bodies. Who am I to tell folks what to do? Anyway, he continues, Mr. Host, I'm, which is Mr. and Host are capitalized. Thank you very much. I'm glad you're doing well, and I hope your wife is on her way to a full recovery. Keep being great, sir. Fifteen out. How thoughtful was that? How thoughtful that he pays me a compliment at the end, but he also wants to check in to make sure my wife is doing well. That is very, very thoughtful. And I got to tell you, my heart just raced and I got a little anxiety there for a second when he said 15 out. Because, you know, that could be it for 15. We might not ever hear from him again. And you know what? That's his right. He has given enough to the podcast where if he's like, fuck all this, I'm going to take a permanent break, he can. He's earned that. You haven't earned it. But you know what? I know he'll be listening. Because he knows that periodically, in almost every podcast, I will express curiosity as to where he has gone and when will he come back and what caused him now to say 15 out. Anyway, it's great to hear the 15 underscore versus underscore 15 is back and did not have COVID. And thank you very much for asking about uh, my wife. Um, is she on her way to a full recovery? I fucking hope so. Um, but at the same time, I know that when she comes back into the mix, it's going to, I'm going to be Pence again. Right now, I'm, I'm, you know who I am, I'm Pence of January 6th, because that's when the real leader abdicated the throne and fled, and Pence, Pence was like one of the few people who showed real character that day. Pence said, I, I have to do the right thing. So anyway, I'm being Pence right now. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm Trump right now. My daughter and I are in a great groove. We're going to bed on time, showering, eating meals, riding bikes, reading puzzles, the whole goddamn thing. Watching uh, Wheels on the Bus a little bit. Went into a play date last night. It's all happening. And I know when Trump, the real Trump, the real 45 comes back into the mix, that I'm going to be immediately shunted down into, into Pence Roll and it's going to piss me off. <laughs> and my, it's like my daughter will have forgotten all the, uh, dad, I wipe my bum, all the bum wiping. But that's part of being a dad. It's part of being, it's part of being Pence. It's part of being the VP. You know what? Because if you really have sack, why don't you go ahead and run for president instead of vice president? You're an also Rand if you're a vice president. Right? I mean, unless you're Kamala, but I, you're still a VP. Anyway, thank you, 15, for asking. And, and I, I do kind of, I, I look forward to my wife coming back out of the basement. But um, I do know that the rhythm is going to change. And my daughter, what it is is she's going to go, she probably will elaborate a little more on uh, trying to find the weaknesses, you know, in each of us. Like, if it's just one of us, she knows that it's that person's way or the highway. But when there's two, it's not like she plays us off against each other. But she's going to be, you know, there'll be more like, ask mom if you can do that. Ask dad if you can do that. As opposed to, you know, can I do that? No. Why not? Because I said so. Why? Those were the words that came out of my mouth. So, um, George is going to win the national championship. 
I'm saying it right now, Georgia fans, Atlanta Falcons fans, um, Braves fans, Georgia's going to win. And uh, just really, I'm at peace with it. Like I'm sort of, I was sort of at peace with the Braves. It just means it's time. It's time for me to leave the state. It's probably been time for me to leave the state for a while with all this fucking chicanery. And uh, like I said, I love Atlanta. Anyway, Georgia's going to win this thing. Why I don't have to end on a sour note like I did last time, like that person said I sent I sent her into a doom spiral, or all the listeners into a doom spiral. I don't want to do that. Uh, Georgia's going to win, and I don't have any problem with that. Fuck Alabama. Like, Alabama, like, who gives a shit? Big man comes flying over the top. So... If you're a Georgia fan, congratulations. And if you're an Atlanta sports fan, my goodness, this is the greatest year of your calendar year of your life. You get the World Series champs and the college football champs. And you know what? I'll tell you, it, it never happened before I lived here. <laughs> so, And you know what? It never happened before this podcast was a thing. So and, and you're welcome, to be honest with you. I hope you are healthy, and I hope your week is off to a great start. I hope your year is off to a great start. My year is off to a fine start. The changes that I discussed post-COVID, and the, it's, there's a COVID focus. Those changes are being deployed. Uh, I just am right now on a upside-down schedule where I have to get up super early every morning, super early for me every morning. I do know that some of you listen to this podcast as early as 5 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Eastern, and that is why I'm recording it right now, late at night, to put it on wherever you listen to it so you can have it tomorrow morning, Tuesday morning. And I give you my word, the next podcast will not be recorded in a bedroom. Like, what is the, how on rock and roll is that? It won't be recorded in a bedroom while I'm trying to make sure a toddler is sleeping. You're like... Fuck you, dude. Why don't you go get a DUI and run from the cops? You know what? Did I tell you? I told you I ran. I ran from the cops. I evaded the police the other day. A guy tried to pull me over, and I knew that there was going to be a stream of traffic in between us, and I just kept going, and he could not get over to where I was to make my life more unpleasant. But I will next time be in a place where I can do this podcast the way it deserves to be done and hopefully god damn it the way you've come to expect it to be done and not have me spend you know 35 percent of each one of these apologizing for it not being recorded uh as it should so thank you for abiding this podcast today congratulations if you're a georgia fan um it's georgia alabama it's like some of the, the great racism in our country uh produced by these two states um, but you know what? At least the players can make money now, and that's a positive thing. I appreciate you listening, and we'll talk to you on Friday. So have a great week. Come to Limerick tonight, especially if you're one of the people who hasn't been in in a while. Please come. We're going to have a great show. And uh, everyone else, I'll talk to you on Friday. Thanks for listening. <laughs>